Blog Talk Radio. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the Spark Podcast. I am Nando Rodriguez. And I am Celinda Appleby. <laughs> and we, um, we, we want to thank you for tuning in. We've got a lot of uh, topics that we want to cover. And so we'll just get into it. Yeah? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. So this morning I woke up, this morning I woke up and um, I came across this video of a friend of mine who is, she's a plus size girl and she's, she, she's been blogging about her dating life. I'm going to say for like over six years now, cause I, I met her a while back and her angle is dating in the city while being a plus size girl. And she's really gained popularity, momentum in her movement. And just like, you know, Comic-Con and, you know, uh, all, all these you know, South by Southwest, all these conferences, I believe she either co-created or is the creator of the Curvy Con. And I came across her video this morning, and she was addressing Black Lives Matter because she, she's black, and she's a big girl. She calls herself fat girl. And she said that whenever she posts videos about, you know, herself being big, she does these exercise routines and all of that, she gets so much encouragement, so much love, but she used her voice, she used her platform not too long ago to talk about Black Lives Matter, and people started lashing out at her. And so she, this video consisted of, and I posted on my Facebook wall for any of you that are following me or that were friends on Facebook, you can see it. And she talked about how, how can you be a follower of mine or how can you claim to be part of the, the body love movement, but yet a piece of my body, which is, a huge piece, which is black, you, you have disdain for or, or you felt like I shouldn't have gone there. And so I just wanted to talk to you about that um, because you and I have been having all these Black Lives Matter conversations behind the scenes and how I never, I, it's, I never would have thought that a group that's already discriminated against because, you know, some people get discriminated against because you're big. People automatically assume that you smell, that you're lazy, this and that, that they would all, some of them would be like, oh, yeah, but the black thing, don't, don't bring that up because we're, we're not about that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, it's ridiculous. I didn't get a chance to watch the video, but I did see it, so I'll have to go back to that. But this world on Facebook is becoming absolutely ridiculous. I saw something posted, and it's completely not talking about your uh, friend, but something about all lives matter and it was in relation to the Syrian refugees and the post said something like, well, all lives matter did not matter when we were rejecting Syrian refugees. And the person that posted that actually got a whole bunch of backlash, but I feel like all of a sudden we're all on these different agendas and it's all very negative and so mean. And so you, you can't, it's like you have to pick a side and it's ridiculous. I think you know, obviously, the, the plus side of social is that you get to meet all these uh, fantastic and amazing people that eventually maybe they turn into, you know, in real life uh, friendships. But the thing with being behind a keyboard or behind, you know, a telephone is that it does give you this sense of, you know, uh, courage that you're able to post stuff without really realizing that, if you if you really dig deep down, everyone's dealing with a struggle, right? Like everyone has a struggle because I never would have thought about in this whole Black Lives Matter thing that the big crowd 
you know, they're struggling with that. You know, black people are struggling with, you know, trying to survive, trying to make it home at night, you know, um, with yesterday's attack on, um, in Nice, I heard on CNN this morning that someone said the guy who so far, what they, what they understand is he wasn't part, he wasn't linked with any terrorist. Uh, he's not affiliated with any terrorist, uh, group, but he was a petty crime. He had a lot of larcenies. He had a lot of petty crime in his background. How does someone from that turn into this huge terroring, uh, person and the response was because he felt like he these people feel like they don't fit into society and that was a big like aha moment like, yeah. for me because it's like I think every, I think every one of us has always has felt I speak for myself I felt like they didn't belong in society and to I guess attach yourself to a movement that is violent like this that is taking lives of others if that's the only place that you can find like oh, these are my people, then I don't know what that says about us that are constantly rejecting other people, right? Like you don't belong 100%. in my group or you're, you're not cool, you know? And I do think that, you know, I, I, I can only speak for myself. There are times when you do, when I do, you know, feel like my, my squad, my little circle, right? And so I think that permeates into this now. Um, so, yeah, it sucks. It really does. I, I want to I want to say something. So do you, you know, we both are friends with Dina Medeiros uh, with LinkedIn, and she posted something that really stuck with me this week on her Instagram, I believe, and it said something about um, one thing that Tetris taught me was if you try to fit in, you go away, and I've been thinking about that quite a bit, and um, which is why me and you are doing this thing is like we want to be different, we don't want to follow the norm of anything else, but um, it's so critical based on what you just said that. We're all just trying to fit in, but what does that mean at the end of the day? Yeah, because I think as humans, we and I learned this a long time ago, that we're, our DNA is created to connect. Like, that's just the way we are created, to connect. And that's why people are actually created to love, you know, and find someone to be with, you know. So when, when I hear people say, well, I'm never going to find someone, never going to love someone, where actually you're going against your, your genetic makeup because that's not how you were built, but, you know, whatever. Uh, one of the things that I wanted to, to address was with the whole Black Lives Matter thing is my husband who just recently, my husband extraordinaire, who just recently became a resident of the U.S., um, we, we were in Mexico right at the time when um, – when on my Facebook wall, like his appointment was that day and it was, he, he was off to, to go find out whether he was going to get approved or not for residency. And on my Facebook wall, I see someone in our industry who posted something about building walls um, and going on vacation and they might build a wall around us after we show up or whatever. And I really didn't find that funny. And I reached out to this person and, and I put it on their, on their, um, on their Facebook wall as a comment, right? Because to me, it's like you had the audacity to, both, to put this on your wall, which you have every right to. It's your wall. Um, right. So I reached out and I said, you know what, as a, as a Mexican immigrant, because I too was born in Mexico and became a resident and a citizen, um, I find this offensive, I, this things. And so I think it took them maybe 30 minutes to get back to me and sent me a private message saying, um, I apologize if this offended you, but I'm not going to take this down. And I responded back with, like, 
no worries. I can see from your white privilege that it, you don't understand where I'm coming from, even though I'm trying to tell you how this affects me and many others in a time when, you know, this kind of talk is so negative. But I get it. And do you know what they did? They, they deleted, deleted my comments, comments as if it never <laughs> they deleted my comments and, off their wall, which again it's every right for them to do this, but it was like it's that kind of attitude that keeps that keeps that Trump Trump talk alive, you know? Not only because that Because in their in but, their eyes it was a joke. Right. And but okay, so let's say that, you know, she reached out, she apologized or whatever she did and she doesn't agree with you because, hey, by the way, we're all, you know, we're all we're like mid-career older people, right? So we're allowed to have varying thoughts on matters. Um, deleting you basically is telling you your opinion doesn't matter to me, and I'm going to go ahead and delete yeah. you because you're bothering me. And that is back to yeah. the point we had last week. Like, I don't want to be friends with these people that I meet for five minutes, and then they want to, like, infiltrate my Facebook wall and see what I'm posting when they're going to have these, like, negative feelings. I just I can't. I just and, can't do it. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. If we're talking about Black Lives Matter, we're talking about white privilege, I don't have full access to white, white privilege, but I have some access. Like, does that make sense? Oh, all the time. I say this myself. I personally also have a lot more privilege than, you know, some of my black friends. I have more privilege than my than my husband because he's darker than I am. You know, when we're walking down the street or whatever, or when we're having conversations, people would turn to me automatically and just be like, you know, oh, you must be the one that runs Leona's account on Instagram, my puppy's account. And I was, and I was like, no, actually, I don't. I have, he doesn't allow me to touch her account. Like, he's the mastermind behind it all. And then they're completely shocked, you know. Um, but it's just it, it, it's the color of the skin. In Mexico, it's the same thing. If you're lighter skin, you're a little bit more elite. And if you're darker skin, then you're automatically considered a laborer, you know? So I, I was thinking about this and how much white privilege I'm privileged to and how I can – and that's, you know, and how I can use that for good because it is important to people understand. As I was saying, my husband just became a resident, so he didn't grow up – learning and knowing about all the, the struggle of the civil rights movement and all of that. And he's just learning that now. And it's, it's, it's devastating to him to know that we put people through all of this, you know? Agreed. And if we go back to white privilege, I mean, I'm raising children that look 100% white in my opinion and men at that little men. And um, I think I share this with you you know, one of my children was being sort of aloof and ignoring an older white man, and um, I asked him to move. I told him to move, actually, in a very stern voice, and the man says, no, 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 you know, you don't need to do that. But you do need to do that, is what I replied, because if not, he's going to be a douchebag at 30, and I'm not raising kids that are like that, especially with the color of their skin, to think that they have to not move when someone's in their, you know, if they're in someone's way. And and immediately the entire uh, crowd around us was like, wow, you're right. You know, if you don't tell them now, then we're going to have to deal with him later. And I'm like, absolutely. And that's not what I want to do to society. That's I, I've been around you and your kids, and I have to admit your parenting style is very um, unique, but it's, and, and it gets the <laughs> job done because those kids, 
I have to be honest. Like I told you, I was very intimidated of your kids when I first met them because they're like very like Joe Cool and weighing about that. And and I was like, I felt like I was back in high school being judged by the cool kids. But and I think you're doing you're doing like such an excellent job with them that it's uh, I don't know if you get you know I don't think you get any praise for that, but you're doing an amazing job. Trust me. Because well, we want to, you need, we want to continue to interact with them. Talking, <laughs> well, they love you, about, so I'll take you, Dick. Talk, talking about crazy people, how crazy was Bush? Oh come on! It, uh, oh my God, blown away! First of all, who wears a blue suit to a funeral? <laughs> Royal blue, not even navy, not even dark blue. Um, so I just wanted to point that out because that was like the first thing I saw. Um, and he was just jamming, but I will tell you, like, I saw it, like, it was posted, and I saw it right away, I think, I think I sent it to you and a couple other people, uh, Lars posted it, that's how I saw it, and, um, I was, I was just, Michelle, that's all I kept seeing, like, Michelle Obama's face, uh, through the whole thing was just, to me, like, oh my god, that's how I would have behaved, if not, probably she had a better poker face than I would have had. Do you think if he would be, a, if he was a standing president right now, this would be a big PR scandal, like it would be a, a, a total scandal, like when he threw up on people. <laughs> like when Wait, he was, was reading the book during nine eleven. I, I think it was his father, but I seriously did think it was going to be like shambles, and people were going to hate him, and you know they're going to have the reaction I did, like he's high or he's drunk, and people are really going to like speak poorly of him, but I've been following it for the yeah. past few days, and all they talk about is he was in the mood, he was in the moment, he was feeling the spirit, don't judge George, um, and so I think that it actually played into his favor. Everyone seems to think he was just like in it, and the spirit moved him, and so it, no one really took it negatively, so proves to you that things are taken a different way by all people, you know? I'm shocked that it wasn't a scandal like I thought it would be. It's always, it's always amazing to know what's going to hit a scandal situation versus what's not, depending on the majority of the opinions, right? Because I saw that footage, and all I could see was at the 36-second mark where <laughs> Obama turns and looks. I know you, you think that he was looking at Michelle. I think he was literally just looking at Bush like, Oh Lord, he done let his crazy out, and 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 I think Bush was just like, I'm happy. I'm not the one. I mean, I, I, it's a funeral, so he wasn't happy, but just like this isn't on he my was in watch. It. So I can be. No, free. I think Obama you know, was I looking at Michelle. Black, and this is who I am. No, I think Obama was looking I think at he Michelle. Was looking at Michelle. Bush, he was looking at Bush and was just like, "Are you kidding me? He's crazy right now." And yeah. I think Michelle. I would like to know, like, the level of, like, the strength she was squeezing Obama's hand. Like, yeah, look at this fool right next about. to me. It's crazy. So she has some guns so on her. So let me tell you how she my husband. Ripped. Go. Let me, let me tell you how my husband betrayed me this week. Okay. You ready? All right. I'm ready. So as you know, German and I, German and I get up at 5 in the morning every day, and we're out the door by 5.15, and we walk to the gym because our gym opens up at 5.30, right? And so I was talking to him. This was on Wednesday. I'm walking along, and, you know, we're semi-half asleep or whatever, and I'm going on because I'm a morning person. 
about, you know, the summer party we had just had for the company um, the day before. And I was telling him, you know, the idea now is all this Pokemon Go stuff. And I kept thinking how we could use it in recruitment and how we can do this for branding and marketing and employee engagement. And he pulls out his phone and he's like flicking balls or something, right? And I'm like, what are you doing? And he's like, oh, I'm looking for a Pokemon. And I'm like, what? What? Since when? Like, when did you start playing this? Like, I had no idea. And he was just like, oh, I only do it. I only do it when I take Leona out for walks. So lo and behold, I think he's taking Leona out for like four or five walks a day to go look for these freaking Pokemon. <laughs> Leona is like the fittest she has ever been. And I don't know whether I should jump on the bandwagon or not or just like learn through osmosis. I know your kids play it. Yeah, so, and I will say this, because I got some backlash on Twitter. My kids have been into Pokemon, and you can attest to this, before this app came out, we have, we're Pokemon card obsessed. I mean, they're underwear or Pokemon. So when the app came out, it took me four days to download it because their servers were down. It's just instantly so popular. And I will say we do take detours on the way home from camp. We've walked the entire neighborhood. I have knocked on doors <laughs> and sent the kids in to go in and get Pokemon. We've slowed down a little bit because I refuse to spend more than the $20 I've already spent <laughs> that I promised I wouldn't to get more Pokeballs. Um, so we're on a break until they can figure out some way to get free balls. Um, we're on a Pokemon break. Yeah. They are a little upset about that, though, just a little bit. Oh, poor babies. Are, but it's expensive. You yourself I'm not, not going to – No, you need to. It's fun. I think um, – you know, everyone's. you hear, again, uh, so much jump on social media about it, that camp that's having a good time with it, and then the camp that's like, oh, my God, you're an adult, and you're Pokemon, and, you're, you know, they're hating on it. But let's be honest, I have never seen so many people outside in my neighborhood. Yes, they may be staring at the phone, but you get the hello, like, oh, are you looking? There's a, there's a Pikachu up the block, and, you're like, everyone's all running over there. Everyone's super helpful. Oh, my helpful. God, you've got, to tell them what you made your, you've got to tell them what you made your kids do with the neighbor. Oh, that was embarrassing. I was going to leave it out. But, okay, so we knock on door number three, and my kids at this point are tired. All they want is, like, pizza. But I'm obsessed because there's three, there's three Pokemon in my neighborhood that someone else had just told us about. So we're at door three. The woman shows up. And my neighborhood is primarily older people, um, and so they're definitely not playing Pokemon. We knock on the door, and the woman answers, and I say, hey, there's a Pokemon in your backyard. And she automatically, her face lights up like she thinks there's danger. And I'm like, oh, no, it's a game. And I show it to her, and I said, "There, nothing to fear. We just want to know if we can borrow your backyard. Are you okay if we go in through the back, the front? Like, how, what, how do you want to do this? But we need to get back there. And she's still looking at us like you're insane. And I'm like, I will wait for them, just going to send them. So, of course, Corey comes back out, and he says, I couldn't catch it. And so I send Brady in, and Brady comes back, apparently having a really hard time getting this Pokemon. And so I have that stern talk. You know that face I give them when you've got to do it. So I get down at eye level, and I say, you go in and catch that Pokemon. <laughs> uh, third try, 15 balls later, we did get the Pokemon. Um, small talk with that woman was oh really difficult. Yeah, it was it was funny. I would we, have, I would have freaked out. So okay, here it's it's time for the part of the show where we do these surprise topics. So Selena has no idea what I'm going to bring up, and then after I go, she's going to go, and I have no idea what she's going to bring up. So here's my surprise topic, and I hope it doesn't shock or you know cause waves throughout the system. But 
Oh, you know Lord. how you and I and a lot of us in our industry, a lot of us in our industry, we go and we speak at places and conferences and blah blah blah. And um, we're we're huge procrastinators, you know. But we get our stuff done, and we also know what we're talking about because we've been doing this for quite a while, right? So I don't think we right. need as much prep time as other people. But so this is what I wanted to bring up at a certain conference. I'm not going to name locations and people and this and that, but. You and I both know that there was a certain conference where somebody went up to speak and um, there were some complaints about this individual and okay. the individual got pulled off, got pulled off in the mid. right? Was it in the middle of the presentation <laughs> or got pulled off? Towards the end, towards and, the end. And was and was asked if they were, you know, on drugs, if they were on alcohol, if they were, and, and the person, like, was mortified, right? Right. What is your opinion on, let's say the person wasn't on any of thing and the person was just bad. Should, should you be interrupted in the middle of your thing, uh, in the middle of your presentation, and be, like, uh, outcasted like that or be shunned like that, do you think? So let's say I, I'm going to put, that's what I was going to say. I, was gonna, I can't speak for the person and parties involved. If it was my event yep. and this had been going on already for 35 minutes, um, 40 minutes, and, you know, we're nearing the last 20, the last 10, under no circumstances would I pull that person off and scold them because it's my job as a conference goer to make sure that I either do a quick run through with them. If I've never heard them speak, look, look them up on YouTube, um, get some references, but run throughs are critical. If you've never heard the person speak or have any rapport with them. And it's clear in my opinion that run throughs didn't happen because the subject matter was a hundred percent new to everyone in that room. And they were expecting uh, entry-level something, and they were getting something else. So if a run-through had happened, mm-hmm. that would have never happened. Like, you would have never known. Like, you would have been able to fix mm-hmm. it weeks before. I, I feel if it was – and it's funny because I'm, I'm totally divided because if it was my bet and I see the person up there getting up there and they're completely bombing, they're doing a bad job, I don't necessarily think, number one, my opinion isn't the overall 100% opinion, meaning there's so many times you and I disagree on stuff. I thought that was amazing. You're like, no, I didn't think so, and vice versa. (laughs) Uh, The the Secret Pets of Life, same thing. Like, my husband really liked it. I wanted to pinch my nipples throughout the whole movie. It was just, like, so boring to me, right? So what is it, my cup of tea? doesn't mean it, it's not somebody else's. And I find this a lot during conferences. Like, I'll sit in on a conference and be like, oh, my God, this speaker is making me want to stick needles in my eyeballs. But then I'll walk out, and someone's like, did you hear this? Like, I learned so much. And I was like, oh, I guess I, you know, tuned them out. I just think that as a speaker, I probably would have punched the person in the face because that's so disrespectful. I would have been blacklisted. Seriously. I, well, so it, knowing it, you, you would not have punched the person in the face. I just know you. You wouldn't have done that. Don't. You wouldn't have done that. Maybe I would have punched <laughs> them in the ovaries. Fine. Okay. Maybe. Um, I will say, though. That's um, embarrassing. Yeah. I will say, though, on both, and you're absolutely 100% correct. So there were two sides of the story. Half the room probably loved her, and the other half was confused, you know? Um, 
but I do think that you just let it run its course and you learn your lesson. You don't, I, I'm not in the people business of shaming anyone. Yeah, that's not, that's not cool. Um, and I hope that what we're doing here isn't shaming anyone either. We're just bringing topics to life. So in that it's time for your surprise topic. All right, all right. So today, uh, you know, I don't get up at 5 like you do. I was still dozing. But I did wake up early because I was so excited about today and I wanted to braid my hair. Um, that takes me a long time. Around 7.30 in the morning, my office line is ringing, my landline. I'm like, 7.30? Of course I ignore it. I'm in the middle of doing my cat eye, and that takes two fingers. So I couldn't, you know, couldn't work, deal with it. But then it rings again, and then it rings again. So I finally, you know, decide to come the way downstairs, look at the phone, of course, it had stopped ringing by the time my lazy butt came downstairs, and it's it's my job. It's the 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 caller ID says my job, and I'm like, oh my god, you know, the pessimistic yeah. Catholic in me is thinking someone is hurt because it's 7:45 in the morning, and grab the phone, take it upstairs. At this point, my cell phone, my personal cell phone's ringing, so I'm really thinking there's danger, danger, danger. I answer the phone, and I'm like, yeah. hello, this is Celinda, and guess what? It's this very meek, timid woman. Uh, 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 and I'm like, hi, this is Linda. Did you call me? Still sunshines and rainbows, by the way, even though I'm not a morning person and haven't even had a sip of coffee yet. And she goes, oh, I didn't know you were going to answer. And I'm like, well, you got me. Is this an urgent call? And she goes, not at all. And I said, well, it is 7.45 in the morning, so how can I help you? At this point, I'm getting a little irritated. And she goes, Ah, I didn't think they were going to put me through to you. I'm like, okay, but you have me, so how can I help you? She proceeds to ask me, oh, my God, can you please transfer me to your mobility manager? What? Exactly. So I say, because I'm livid, I'm seeing red, I go, oh, hell no, you're crazy, and hang up on her. (laughs) And just stood there like, I cannot believe she just called me at 745 in the morning on a Friday to be transferred. Is this what recruiters are doing nowadays? I have no idea, but guess who else has a call? We oh. have a caller right now. Caller, you are oh, on the do. air. Who are we talking to? Yo, this is the rad recruiter. What's good? Hey, Mike. <laughs> What's going on? Hey, Nando, this, I I've, I've been meeting, I've been I've been uh wanting to meet you because I've heard so much about you from Celinda. Um, but, uh, all I just true. thought I would call all in, <laughs> um, I just thought I would call and, uh, you know, say hello. Um, this Pokemon stuff is, is kind of getting out of hand and I actually have it on my phone, but I'll tell you right now, you uh-huh. know, your town isn't popping when your screen looks like a ghost town. So there's like no one, like, I don't, there's like no Pokemons around. I, I can't see Well, you do any- live in the farm. Just tell the callers that yes. you do live. I do live in an nowhere. urban farm town. I do live not in New York, Nando, but I live in York. So you know how old a shit is. York, as, very as, oh, you know, York yes. No, York. No, he's yeah. in York, my town, hus- Pennsylvania. So my husband, when I when 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 I found out he betrayed our marriage earlier this week, um, and was on Pokemon <laughs> Go. He and I and I was like, you know, still talking. He's like, can you be quiet? There's a Pokemon here I'm trying to catch. And then he went on to tell me that our gym actually has a Pokemon, but he can't get it because he's he's not at the level yet to get it. And at that point, I just left him walking and went inside. So I do believe it's getting out of control. I read yesterday where a teen got hit by a car crossing the street, chasing one of the Pokemon, and it's not funny. 
but I thought it was a little bit funny, but it's not funny. <laughs> of course you did. Of course you did. Because how can Somebody you walk us... across the street? Like, I get it. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I have no comment because I'm literally walking dead looking for them. So, Mike, anything <laughs> that you want to tell us today that is one of your hot topics for the week? Uh, let's see. Um, oh, so this, uh, over the last couple of weeks, uh, you know, we found out from my boss that our company was going to, uh, disable all of the extensions, Chrome extensions that we're using, um, for security, cybersecurity purposes. Right. And so, uh, you know, being the awesome boss that she is, she was like, okay, well, our team needs those extensions and they need these tools to in order for them to do their job right so she went to she went to the higher ups and said look i you know i mean my my people can my team can't do their jobs if they if they can't have access to these extensions uh and they're like no sorry we can't we can't do anything about it it's a security you know issue whatever and she's like okay fine i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go and um and get uh, brand new laptops approved for all of my um, for all of my team members, and um, it's not going to have uh, it's not going to require them to log on to the server. So it can be it, it'll be as if it's their own oh. computer, and they can install anything on it. So I know um, is that crazy? Wow! So you guys you guys got laptops? Well, listen, we're about to run out of time. We got thirty. Seconds. I know we are. We won't have a full Kardashian minute. But here's my thirty. Here's my fifteen seconds on the Kardashian thing. Thanks to the Kardashians, I am now using the Lumi case for amazing selfies. So that's my contribution. Talinda, what's your Kardashian second? Okay, my Kardashian second is Kylie's hair is off the chain. It makes me want to chop my stuff off because she looks so good. And her <laughs> mom, I know, but her mom looked like a tablecloth. Go check out her snaps because I saw that. Um, I did see she looked that. really I did bad. See that. Mike, okay. thank you for calling in. All of you out there, thanks for listening. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye, see Mike. Guys. Bye.